Good evening and welcome back to another episodes of uh, episode of Ultras Eleven. Um, before I even introduce anyone, I just want to say to you guys: I'm sure you have all heard about Pompeii. They made a movie about it. They made some cheesy song about it and stuff like that, right? Um, so, did you know though that Pompeii is actually located in the heart of Napoli? Hmm. I did not know that. Pretty crazy stat, guys. Did you Pretty know crazy that? Stat. Did you know the Vatican was his own country? <laughs> I didn't know that, so we won't talk about that. <laughs> Joe just but on that, that note, that will come to everything comes to fruition. <laughs> My random facts usually relate to something, so we'll come back to that soon. But I'm Joe. And I'm Alex. And today we're joined by a guy that we've been trying to convince for the whole season to come on the show, Nick Fierro. Hey, <laughs> how are you? Finally Nick, graced with his presence. Yeah, Nick only promised <laughs> to come Napolitano. on. If Napoli won the Scudetto. And, and not going to lie, I don't think any of us expected this. We're here. So... <laughs> It, it took a while to get this going, um, but hey, Nick, what's up, man? First and foremost, I want to thank the Ballon d'Or boys themselves for having me. Hey, oh, I kind of I like that. It's, it's a little bit that's fitting. A new, the, that's the, the new Ballon nickname, guys, boys. if you're wondering. I kind of like that. A lot of things coming. That's spicy. I'm I'm a Ballon d'Or winner, though. No, you're not. If you guys are wondering, I won a couple of things. I think I won, <laughs> uh, what's that? A howitzer. Okay. No, Pulitzer? Howitzer? I don't know. Whatever. Hey, if you just say it. it It'll come to you. It sticks eventually. <laughs> hey, just know that if you're Jurgen Klopp over here, he agrees that I'm a better. Yeah, this this was you, so. one of the gifts from Nick because Jurgen Klopp was linked to coaching Napoli. So, so he, now so he's, he's manifesting. He's joined with us today yeah, in, on today's episode. I don't like Klopp. <laughs> I think Klopp's a bum. But well, today's not about Klopp. Today is about actually Nick and Napoli and other things. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. All right, so. Listen, I can't just show up places and not bring a gift or two. Yeah. So I decided, yeah. Holy. I decided that I think it's time we keep up with the times. <laughs> fresh from Italy. That's fucking newspaper. Fresh from Avellino. I brought you Il Matino. <laughs> or when Napoli won the screw that though. the newspaper. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> Is this from this year? Yeah, yeah from they won. won. Oh, I thought you were saying like back then, like no, 47 no. years Guys, ago. if we get enough likes on this video, Joe will read a full article in Italian. <laughs> I will. Signora Mazzi would be very proud of me, my my oh, yeah. Italian teacher. That'll be uploaded instantly to our YouTube. And I want everybody to drop a comment, especially if you could speak Italian. I want you to comment on his pronunciation. <laughs> and completely judge him, okay? Judge him. Guys, Don't be scared. I, th- I think if you give me a script in Italian, I could read it very well. I'm not going to lie. I could roll my R's quite, quite. Is he in the bank for something else now? Wait, dude, those comments oh. are going to be ice cold about you. So I think you need something to warm, up, warm yourself oh, with. This guy got a, got a scarf. Too. I don't even have the Roma scarf with me today. <laughs> dude, Guys, we're full Napolitan today. Whole, we got a Napoli scarf in here. We got a we got a Juve scarf up there. Yeah, no but Juve, Juve is in the mud right now. I think it's is it bad. Yeah, no, no, no. See, it's perfect in the camera. We're good. That's what. Ooh. See that, dude. I'm a genius. And it's definitely Joe's done this before. Hundred percent authentic. I only buy the best of the best. Obviously, man. Right. That was a gift from Mizia in Italy to me, and now I want it to be a gift to you guys from me. Hey, but I I hope you know we can't keep it on the table. You know, forever. Okay, I'll Bye. keep. It. No, hey, we'll keep it until Nick, the start of next worry. year. We'll keep it on the table. Okay. This so this is a gift. I'm just Jesus. Listen, I don't this know if like, you guys can keep it. it. Just keeps coming. I don't know if you guys can keep it. I'll let you. I'll loan it to you. We let us hold it. But I'm gonna need it back. Okay. Can we hold it, Joseph? Alex, please open up. If it says Kim Min Jay, I don't want it. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> if it says Kim Min Jay, I'm throwing this thing. I better see De Lorenzo on the back. It can only be one. Sorry, guys. Oh, 
R.I.P. Cavadadona. Okay, I'm, he's that's, leaving. That's actually, no, no, no. That that's that's, sick, that's pretty sick, man. I can't. I'm not even gonna lie, man. Like, I'm a Juve fan, but that's one thing I always give Napoli. How did you even get it? Beautiful jerseys. And Isn't it like with, Mission especially Impossible? Especially with getting it? Cavadadona, man. That's for me to know and you to find out. Why are you draping it on me? Because <laughs> I just want you to look at it. You gotta feel it. You gotta touch it, man. Dude, it's so nice. This is what champion. This is what this is what champion. This is what champions feel like. I don't. I don't know that feeling. It's been maybe a while. one year. Maybe one year, man. Maybe uh, Spalletti goes back to Roma. Who knows? I wish. <laughs> I wish. No, no, hey. no. He's taking a sabbatical. Everybody chill. <laughs> Everybody relax. Everyone. Hey. Everyone is on the fence. I. Do, I personally don't believe it. All right. For this last one, Jesus. Another one. <laughs> I want Al to close his eyes. I sure. honestly hope to fucking God it's a piece of grass <laughs> from when. No, no, this has nothing to do with Napoli. But we have to okay. pay respect where respects due. Oh, oh shit! Eyes. I was I don't not see gonna like this. One. Anybody from this team on this wall? I know why, but come on, we're Italian. <laughs> Joe, I want you to open that up and I want you to read the back. Oh God! It's from a certain certain number nine. <laughs> From a certain team, from a certain year. Big rum. With a certain coach. <laughs> that one you could keep. Yeah. I don't want to keep that one. The one we Al doesn't want to keep. No, no, I'll we'll be the one that's stuck. I insist. That one is instantly going far, far away from the wall. I insist you put it somewhere on this wall. There's a. I have I have Hey, don't worry. I didn't forget inter. I have an inter on the wall. It's right behind this whole um shrine i have here with the Juventus no no you show me the that Matarazzi. it's a jersey in the bathroom that's disrespectful <laughs> <laughs> you put it right above the toilet yeah okay you weren't supposed to say anything about that one <laughs> getting exposed now poor guy poor <sighs> inters <sighs> above Juve. Juve no, I, I, i'll leave it on the table for now just because yeah, you know, he, he brought so many gifts and you know he was thinking cover, about I us i want to cover the monopoly badge yeah don't cover don't be disrespectful joe Come on. So that's, that's I even brought a clothes hanger for you to hang it up. Yeah, oh. but we can't we can't show where the clothes hanger is from. Because <laughs> oh, uh, with uh, there's our, no clothes hanger here. I'm yeah, <laughs> our sponsor our sponsors will not agree with this. Yeah, we can't. Which, we can't, uh, we, can't we'll, we have to talk to our sponsors afterwards <laughs> about everything. But on the topic of are, think, wait, are we all done with the gifts? I think I think we're, I think we're done with the gifts. Are, are we good now? I don't I don't know. Might, I don't. I'm scared he's gonna pull something else out and be like, well, you know, dude, when he came in with the bag, you see the bag. It's not a big bag at all. This guy has pulled out now four different things. Five, actually, with the clop doll. Is there more? Take it easy, man. You're, You're just going to have to subscribe excited. and find out. Oh, my Jesus. God. Is there be more gifts? Who knows? Who to, knows? I feel like this is. I feel like in mid episode, he's going to be like, well, I got this jersey here for you yeah. guys. I'm in a giving mood. So, this is something else. They, they gifted me the Scudetto this season. Oh. I'm gifting them something back. You have to pay it forward, everybody. Yeah. Everybody pay it forward. You're welcome. See, we took a break now, so other teams go in. No problem. Thank you. Well, you know who else is taking a break? Who? Luciano Spalletti. Huh. A massive break. Which so, one? I'm going to get the podcast started now. Wait, we're okay. done. We're done. Yeah, with no, 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 I think we're done. Okay. okay. We're done with the break. We can <laughs> okay. move on. We can we're good. Continue. So, we're good. Um, besides Spalletti, I actually just want to ask you, how does it feel to finally achieve Okay, well, not you personally. No, we had me. this talk before. What maybe could have he's been part you personally. Of, he's part of the team. Um, but how does it Sorry. feel for Napoli to finally achieve something that they've been so close to getting? Uh, listen, I want to say it's overdue, but it's not. 34 years is a long time. I haven't seen the first two. But it's pretty, you know, satisfying and it's gratifying to see them win at this stage. Yeah. Especially with, like... You don't really see rebuilds win trophies this quick. Yeah. 
And I think we were kind of spoiled our first season to have such a like a like a fun Champions League run, <laughs> be one of like the best teams in Europe at one point. And then to win a Scudetto, like you can really ask for more. Uh, that's why I kind of respect Spalletti for just coming out and saying, like, listen, I got to take a break. I'd understand too, man. There's a lot of pressure to live up to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people are expecting him to do it again. ADL came out and he's like, we want to start uh, the next generation of Napoli. We want to want to take over. And uh, those are pretty big words, you know? Yeah. Not many teams could do it. Yeah. So what do you think set Napoli apart from the rest of Serie A this year? Okay. I think it was a locker room. I mean, we had some big names leave. And mm. those were like some pretty big shoes to fill. Respectfully so, right? Like I, I, I couldn't imagine uh, a team without Koulibaly, honestly. My yeah. favorite Napoli player. And Mertens. Like... Anybody that knows me knows I love Dries Mertens, man. That guy, yeah. he lived and breathed Napoli, and he's not even Napolitan, right? Named his first son Chiro, right? <laughs> of course, I'm a massive Insigne fan, just like the rest of us. But I think when you get a guy like Osimen, who mm-hmm. he got a lot of credit this season, yeah, let's oh, be yeah. honest, right? Like everybody's saying he's the next best, and he deserves it. But you don't expect him to have the mentality that he had, right? Especially yeah. coming in off two decent seasons, yeah. riddled with injury, right? And then cover at Scaly, obviously. Nobody expected that to happen. Yeah. I I spoke with Joe before the season started, and I didn't have them making top five. And I was okay with that because I personally like a nice rebuild. Uh, I, I like ambitious teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, you know, enjoy watching teams like Sassuolo. And this season, Monza play, right? Where they're, I, I like a nice underdog story. And I think the only way we won that Scudetto is because we had such a big jump. Yeah. Right? And, you know, we've seen Napoli win the winter Scudetto before. And then fall apart, and we were expecting this this season. Let's just be let's all be honest, right? But dude, who, who would have thought this would have happened? I'm still kind of shocked. That's why I wasn't surprised with the getting knocked out of the Champions League. I didn't expect to get far. As far as we got, is good enough for me. And it was just nice to see finally, you know, Napoli get a little bit of respect, yeah. right? Because we we're always second best. Yeah, they were. Um, they always came so close to all those those years that you've had dominated that. Napoli, yeah. Napoli or Roma was always those teams, yeah. you know, giving you the trouble. Inter and Milan were they were never by mid season they were already mid table like they, yeah. they weren't even a thought. And Napoli came close so many times that 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 year they had like 90, 93 points, ninety two points. Yeah, you're like yeah. okay, you know, like Nap- like they're gonna they're gonna win it. You finishes with ninety seven points, like like those those things. It's it sucks for a team like Napoli because in any other year with ninety points, go look back. When was the last time like? People that teams that hit too, nine right? in any leagues hit ninety points, they usually win it. Like yeah. that's that's just how it goes. So like like Napoli, they were so good in the past, but it just sucked because those teams and same thing with Roma were so good at the wrong time. Yeah, put yeah. those teams now when you know Juve is finally going through the rebuild and they're losing their older guys and their goal those guys mm-hmm. are retiring. You put that Napoli and Roma team now, they're dominating. Oh, yeah. They're fighting for the Scudetto. It's them too. I think the other rare thing about the team too was it was a very likable team. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like wherever we went like especially because like yeah okay here where we live majority is italians mm-hmm. and they, they keep up with the Serie A and the, the premier league and champions league and so forth and not a lot of people had a bad thing to say about napoli you don't get that a lot yeah right yeah napoli is one of the few teams where you know our derby is with salernitana they're not a big team yeah all due respect they're pretty, like they're doing pretty good like they're overachieving in the Serie A, right yeah. but you know, to go places and everybody's like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind Napoli winning the Scudetto this season. You yeah. Know, I, I don't, you know, it's, it's hard to come by. Yeah. Especially when Juve dominated for 10 years <laughs> and you hear the complete opposite about them. Yeah. And then when you're finally in the winner's circle, you're like, wait. 
Okay, this feels weird. This is not supposed to happen. <laughs> you're supposed to hate us right now that we won it. Instead, you're, you're supposed celebrating. to buy our key assets from us. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, th- I think this year was good for Napoli simply because like they capitalized on the lack of consistency from yeah. other teams and remained consistent. And you always saw like <clears throat> Napoli was always starting the season strong. Then come January, once like that transfer market hit, somehow Napoli just they hit like a roadblock. You know, like they yeah. couldn't they would fumble a couple points easy games they would drop and stuff like that. And this is that year that they actually made it over that January hump. Yeah. They yeah, made yeah. it. They, they, they did their thing, through. you know, like, and, and I'm not going to lie. They played very entertaining soccer. Oh no, dude. You know what I mean? Like their, that attack was fired from all style of play. Everything was, was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But it, and it, it's, it's everything is all with like key factors. And it's not like, I'm not comparing Napoli to Leicester, but it was like that yeah. same kind of season. Like Leicester saw that season of, no one really being a strong, mm-hmm. like, okay, they're going to win. Like they said, and you know what? They're like, we have a good enough team. They started getting those wins early on. They saw that, okay, you know what? It's a realistic dream. Yeah, and they went, mm-hmm. they went all for like all in for it. No, that's yeah. a fair comparison. Napoli, Napoli did the same thing, man. They saw that it was, it, no one was like, like, like that team that's like, okay, you know what? Milan's going to do it again. You saw Milan had weaknesses. They yeah, didn't have the yeah, depth. Yeah. You knew they weren't going to last. Same thing with Inter. Like now Inter, they picked up at the end. They started off shit all season. They picked up right at the end. Good yeah. for them because they're in Champions League final. But Napoli saw this season. They had a good enough team. Yeah, it was a rebuild, but they said, hey, you know what? What better time to try to go yeah. for it than now? And they did it. <laughs> we have yeah. no expectation, too. Like, no one thought they were going to win at the beginning of the season. Yeah, it got dicey at the end. but It know, did, but, yeah, they, but, yeah. but, exa- but they put themselves in a position where it, they could get dicey, yeah, and it didn't true. matter for them. It's all, If they were, like, yeah, you know, yeah, six yeah, points, yeah. it's like, okay, you know what? You know, we lose now. Then yeah. we're only three points. We can we can choke this whole thing like Arsenal. Yeah. And well, <laughs> you don't want to do that. Please, please don't get me started. <laughs> because, like, this Arsenal year, thing. like... Arsenal, their fans are usually pretty confident. This year, they were a whole other level. Oh yeah, and like you don't want bad. you don't want you don't want to get to that because again, Napoli's been in that position in the February thing. You know, we're you know champions thing. Inter did it too. You got to know how to make it. It's the second half of the season, man. I always say it's, it's that's a, it's a completely different season. Yeah. The first half, you can get your wins against the teams, whatever. There, it's a lot easier. Second half of the season, man, you have teams like Spezia who come yeah, out and they're yeah. playing like prime Barcelona During a and World they're defending. Yeah, yeah. They're defending like 06 Italy, and you're like, okay, yeah. we can't break this team down. They're just gonna they catch you on the counterattack and they score a stupid goal. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Napoli just man, they this year they, they they took advantage of the situation and fuck man, yeah. they 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 played a whole difference. And it, dude, I don't I, for me the biggest thing was how good it, they kept getting in Europe. Yeah, yeah that was that crazy. was the biggest. <laughs> I think that was the biggest shot that I didn't expect. That I, expect I, that I I. I didn't expect them winning, but I did not expect them to make I'll that I'll be the first push. to actually look, and look impressive and like even that. say, like, you know, like when I looked at Napoli, I had them finishing like somewhat decent. I thought they like, because it's Napoli, you know, they they always somehow competed. Yeah. But like, I can't really remember my exact whatever, but the push they made in Europe, that's where it kind of like, it's like, yo, like something's going on yeah. here. Like there's yeah. something different in the water in Naples right now. Like something, they're cooking the best pizza. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. And you know, like, I mean, you'll give the credit to Spalletti for somehow rotating a squad that didn't really have, like, the best depth. You know what I mean? Like, okay, in the attack, you had some decent depth, whatever. But other than that, you know, like, it was a very, very shallow squad. And somehow he made it work, even with the injury of Osaman and stuff like that. You know, like It's crazy, though, because it looks like we didn't have depth. But then when you watch the season back, you're like, we had nothing but depth. Yeah. Yeah. We had three, like, half-decent, like, reliable strikers. Yeah. Like... Besides Di Lorenzo, you know that's where when we 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 got somebody for him mm-hmm. to, to back him up in the January market. Looking back, man, you know we had two right wings that were you know 
consistently starting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were both good enough when they when Kavara they played. was benched a couple times, right? He did suffer like a, a minor injury, a little bit of an influenza stint, right? And you know, we saw Raspadori come out of nowhere yeah. too, right? Yeah. And you know, like nobody gives him the respect either. But Raspadori, man, oh, he, he, I never played European football. Yeah, right. Yeah. Besides, you know. Cup. And he <laughs> and he came up big, man. In, in moments for Napoli, even Simeone yeah. actually. And it, it was nice to see, like especially, it, it's nice to see uh, guys from the league, yeah, you know, come up with yeah. Napoli during this. Yeah. Right, it wasn't just you know uh, people outside for big money. Yeah, a guy was, did good. Okay, let's buy that guy. Yeah, now. like Simeone, he's 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 a tradesman in the league. Man. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. played for a bunch of small clubs, and for him to finally you know get like a reward, kind of paid off for him, yeah. right? Mm. But yeah, it was cool. It was nice. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it back. I'll do it again. We'll do, yeah. we'll do one more year. I'll watch it again. Um, so Great. one of one of the major stories coming out of Napoli, though, uh, one of the talking points, kind of overshadows some of their success, is actually the departure of Spalletti, which we mentioned before. Yeah. Um, he's saying it's for like personal reasons. He's genuinely tired. He has too much love. He's gonna leave. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he's not saying anything wrong. But you've been a Napoli supporter your whole life. You know how their owner is. Yeah. Do you genuinely believe that is the case and he left on mutual consent? Or do you think there's something else that... That's what I tell myself to hold back the tears. Yeah. But uh, I believe him. I don't think Spalletti has anything to lie about. Mm-hmm. I, it, like, Spalletti's been a coach a really long time and he's also the oldest coach to win a Serie A. So just take that in from like a, a life perspective. Mm-hmm. This season probably tired him out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's a lot to do, especially with a, a team that's... Their fan base is so passionate. Yeah. Like, they, they stole his car <laughs> to make him leave. I remember that at, the beginning, think, of, at the beginning of the year. I don't think they're on the best of terms. Yeah. Here, you know what I mean? Wasn't he supposed to get sacked within, I think it was like the first like six games or something like that? Or was that last season? Yeah, maybe. I, I remember, remember some sort of like oh, turmoil. Yeah, 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 I, I think it was wrong. this year too at the beginning. Yeah. They had a little bit. Yeah. I could be of, wrong. I can't remember timelines at all. I'm not very good with that. that. But I remember reading something along the lines that like they wanted him out, like the fans. From what I, yeah, the fans did. Yeah, they didn't yeah. agree with his choices because Insignia left, right? But mm. with Spalletti comes uh, some controversy. Happens at every team he goes to besides Udinese, right? <laughs> but like at the end of the day, you say what you want about De Laurentiis. He let him stay. Mm. Like he, he, like a lot of teams with doubt, they pull the trigger real fast. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we saw it almost happen with Gattuso. And... Maybe it should have happened sooner than it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. But you saw, he got to play out that season. Europa League wasn't that bad. It is what it is. But, dude, what are you going to do, man? The guy's like 65 years old. Yeah. He's like, yo, I need a sabbatical. I'm giving them the sabbatical. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. <clears throat> no, I think after a season like that, man, like like you said, like it's for any, for any coach, you ask any, some guys like like Pep, like yeah. you see him, how much, like how, how stressful a season is. And like yeah. that break, like he needs that holiday, man. But, He's at a, he's at a younger. R.I.P. Klopp. Klopp oh, got jealous. R.I.P. <laughs> Klopp got mad. Klopp remembered we're, that. We were talking about Pep too much. <laughs> like he he's brought like, up no, Pep. He's like, he's all right, I'm out of here. You guys literally but took him over the edge. Pep, Pep's at that age where he can still he still he still has like the the passion and wants to play through it and he'll he'll yeah. give it his all and keep going because he can still do yeah. it. But when you're at that age, there, man, like it's 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 like leapy too. You get to a point where yeah. you're like, okay, guys, like enough's enough. Like I I, I can't do this anymore, especially with a top yeah. team, man. It's it's too much stress. You guys ever think about it too? Like we've seen it happen so many times where coaches overstay. Oh yeah. They overextend yeah. their welcome. <coughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say anything, but sorry, my know, chest. It wasn't me. No, no, no. That's, that's like that I'll gladly agree. 
I think he he wants to like leave with a good taste in everybody's mouth, yeah. and I think it's the most respectful and honorable yeah. way to do it. But yeah, well, I was gonna say if he if he stays and let's just say Napoli has a poor season next year, then any good he did like. It, it kind of goes forgotten. I also do think I mean, a bigger, becomes forgotten. A bigger sorry. part it is De Laurentiis kind of yeah. well, screwing around with him listen, than I, him actually being Napoli tired. But was like we kind of expect him not to win. Yeah, and the year that they won, they can't really can't really blame the guy. He did what he could. Mm. So I don't think I don't I think if he next season whatever happens happens right, but nobody will forget this. Season. Yeah, yeah. I mean. De Laurentiis isn't really holding back with all the rumors circulating about the new coach that should that is going to be taking over Napoli. You've seen names already like Jurgen Klopp. Which is, I mean, he he might want to come back now that we're talking about him in a positive way. Somebody make that guy an espresso. Uh, <laughs> Tommaso has to come here now. Please. Get um, him on the podcast. I wish we could get Tommaso here. I would love to just talk, sit down and talk with him. Tommaso, have an espresso. an invitation. <laughs> if you watch this... Please come. We'll get Tony to come downstairs and actually make an espresso for you this time. And translate. <laughs> and tra- probably be, just actually speak yeah. to you and he'll he'll be, conduct the whole thing. He'll be our translator, right? Yeah. But he'll also make you a coffee, so you don't <laughs> have to do that. You can take a break that day. Um, another name you guys are linked with is actually uh, one of my favorite coaches, Luis Enrique. Um, he did serve some time with Roma. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that moment. For Chris, I love that guy. I do. Um, he comes in highly decorated. Yeah. People say he failed with Spain. I don't see a failure there. But regardless, um, how do you rate that appointment if it were to happen? And do you see De Laurentiis actually coughing up the eight mil a year he's demanding? Yeah, um, I see him doing it. Yeah. The reason being was we never expected to spend that much for Osiman. He was a pretty expensive striker, and you know, you know, Napoli the way that they buy and the way that they sell, right? Yeah. yeah. We usually buy low, sell high, yeah. and we invested a lot of money into Osiman. Which was nice because it paid paid off. Yeah, right. You got your <laughs> My thoughts on Enrique. I think he's a great coach. He's won a lot with Barcelona, right? But you I know, knew look, there was the butt. Look, look back at that Barcelona team. Yeah, my yeah. dad could have probably. He hasn't. Him. Yeah, he wasn't. He had, he. It wasn't a like a, a very tough challenge. And obviously, without saying that, like there's still obviously Real and Atletico and yeah. other teams in that league that will give trouble. But with that Barcelona team, I mean. It was just, it was an almost pretty much perfect team. Like, I mean, he won a like lot. He won a where lot. that team couldn't go wrong in a lot of places. Do you think he'd be successful with Napoli, or do you think it would be described as a failure, his stay there? No, I don't think it'd be a failure. I think the fans would be happy that we're getting a, a big coach. Yeah. Like, you know, it'd be tough if we got rid of Spalletti and then got Ranieri. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It'd just be a step in a whole different direction. <laughs> But like, not no disrespect to Ranieri. He did like the impossible at Leicester City. And yeah. You know what? Shout out to Leicester City. I hope they come back stronger than ever. Yeah, right. Poor shout things out are relegated. And shout out to every goalpost. <laughs> um, I'll welcome him with open arms. But am I happy Spalletti's leaving? Not really, because you know there's so much more he could do. But am I happy we're getting somebody overqualified? Yeah, of course. Yeah. The guy deals with every type of personality in the yeah. locker room. Yeah. And you know he'll. As a guy, he could probably come assess them and just be like, okay, this is what I got to do and this is what I'll, I'll get done. And mm. We'll see how, as it goes, right? On the topic of coaches, we have actually recently seen, because I, I know you have a hard-on for this one coach I'm going to mention now. Yeah. Not Pep Guardiola, but we have seen Pep Guardiola, uh, Pep Guardiola, arguably one of the best in the world or yeah, if not the best, you know. Coach. 
Um, he actually came out and said that Roberto De Zerbi is a generational coach. He's been the most influential coaches of the last 20 years. So now, Al, I'm going to ask you this question to start it off. Mm-hmm. Do you actually think De Zerbi can become one of the great managers and yes. be like in that conversation yes. eventually? And I know, not yes, yet, but... I do. I do 100%. And I know, obviously, it's now people will look at it and like they, they, you can argue it both ways. Like, because yeah. I mean, really, what he's he coached Sassuolo, he did well there. But I mean, Sassuolo, we obviously know, you know, firsthand with Di Francesco that yeah. the coaches can look like a, an amazing coach. Oh my yeah. God, this guy's the next, the next big thing. And then he goes to your team and he has no ideas and he's just, he's not that good of a coach with, with a bigger team. Yeah. yeah. With him, on the other hand, like, dude, like with Brighton enough, like, that people kind of downgrade that, but like that on its own is very impressive. And with a team like Brighton out bringing them to European soccer and just being able to do it with a team that who, who do they really have? Like other than like um, what's his name for Argentine, the Argentinian Callister, uh, McAllister, yeah. McAllister, McAllister, and for Caicedo. Singing of Scaloni, yeah, McAllister and and, and uh, Caicedo. They have those two guys, which they're probably gonna leave. Damn. But again, they're in the Premier League. Te- like they're in the Premier League. He's going to have the money to spend, so yeah. he's going to buy guys that will fit his system, and he's going to make this team better, and he's going to prove himself again next year yeah. why he's a good coach. And I think you asked me this question. You, you look at him in, I'd say, five years, he's going to be at a top team, yeah. and he's going to be playing – his team's going to be playing the, one of the best so- football that, we, that we're going to be watching. Yeah, I think he, he has this new – football's evolving like these like coaches that are just so stuck in the past don't understand and think no 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 i can still get away with playing you know this kind of style it's compl- it's different now mm-hmm. man the game's yeah. changing just like every other sport yeah. and i think deserve and dude pep doesn't like shout out a lot of coaches and yeah. when a guy like pep who you see that guy's fucking crazy man that guy knows soccer inside and out he knows every aspect of it mm-hmm. when he's giving praise to a coach that you know he's he doesn't have the 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 um, the resume that he has or anything even close to that. And he's giving him that kind of praise. I do think Deserby is going to go down as not one of the best, but he's going to be, he's well, he'll make, he'll make he'll, one of the better matters and he'll be making history. Yeah. Now, do you think Nick that he's going to be like Pep's successor or? Yeah. I think Pep Guardiola is very methodic. Mm-hmm. He does. He speaks. If he speaks, you listen. Yeah. And if he's shouting out a guy like Deserby going to his players, saying you have to listen to this guy. This is, this guy's a genius. Yeah. I think he's, he's, you know, he's setting the trail. He's, Showing Man City, because look at it. Like Pep came to Man City during a rebuild, a rebuild that he built. Nick, come a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry everybody. I hear, hear your voice a little please. bit. <laughs> um, so, like, remember when Pep Guardiola first went to Man City? Yeah, yeah. he was the head of a rebuild, yeah, a rebuild yeah. that he, you know, he was in charge him. of, right? And he insta- he instilled a style of play for with them, right? Like super attacking. Yeah, don't be afraid of any opponent. We will win. And for him to shout out a guy like Deserbi, who's only been in the Premier League for like a couple months, yeah, half a season, right? yeah, yeah, half a, a season, season yeah. you know, off of the the basis of like, you know, some really nice wins and then yeah. some, you know, mediocre losses, mm-hmm. says a lot, right? Because he can shout out anybody. Like, look at Brentford. Yeah. Uh, also have like a genius manager, and they have a cool style of play, and they I like the how they like work with their system, and mm-hmm. you know. They're very tactics based and numbers oriented, right? Yeah. It's cool, right? But <laughs> sorry about that. That's well, a weird. Champions League was calling me when I even in Champions you, League. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Continue, Brentford. Uh yeah. Rudely interrupted. Um, how can <laughs> I say this politely? Like, Deserbi is he at that level yet? I don't think so. Like, that's a lot of 
he still has a lot more coaching to do. Mm. But seeing where Deserbi came from, because a lot of people forget, Deserbi first came to the Serie A and he took over a relegation Benevento. Yeah. Uh, I'll remind you, a Benevento that did not stay in the league. Yeah. <laughs> right? They got relegated. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they go through three coaches that year too? Because it yeah. started with Filippo Inzaghi, I'm pretty sure. No, no. That was that was That was the second time. That was before. That was when Jim City was running that back line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now right? it's Scudetto champion. When Montipo's... Oh, no, sorry. Jim City's on Atalanta. Never mind. Now uh, the Olympiacos goalkeeper. Uh, he's the guy that... He, remember, he scored in the Serie oh, yeah. yeah. Now he's the Olympiacos goalkeeper. I, I forgot his name. That. Shout out to him. I respect him a lot. Maybe <laughs> it turned me into a fan. <laughs> Right? So he's been at the bottom of the table yeah. and he's suffered, you know, with losses. Yeah. And then he when he went to Ben uh sorry to Sassuolo, nobody thought he was gonna do that good, especially no. with the team Sassuolo had. <laughs> they were they were a selling team. Is they always got rid of their like their their stars and then they were just kind of okay to do what we have now and they would they would sign yeah. some random free guys. But no, yeah, he did he took dude, he did very well with Sassuolo. But again, that was a team that Joe always says, you know, you can't really look at because, you know, the coach is there. It's just I, I don't know. For me, like, I think it's a huge, like, obviously, it's it's a great praise. And I, I do like Deserbi a lot. I think he's a fantastic coach. There's no taking away from the, his free-flowing attacking style, the way he defends and stuff like that. Yeah. But for me, I, I just think, like, you see where he came from and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he has had it rough. He has had to make his bones and stuff like that. With Sassuolo, there's not really an expectation. You know what I mean? Like, there's obviously the expectation to stay relevant. Yeah. But, to like, not get yeah, to not get <laughs> relegated. But, I mean, like, you kind of expect that given the players they have and the scouting, like, system they have. Like, yeah. they get some of the greatest players. Not greatest, but, like, great youngsters and stuff yeah. like that. Um, Him going to Brighton and doing what he did, I think that is amazing. <clears throat> but I think next year is a huge season for him. Yeah. Simply because it's, like, now you're competing on multiple fronts, right? And if you're competing on multiple fronts, that that's going to give you some different expectations. Yeah, Brighton you won't know, have a like, deep squad either. Yeah, right? you know what I mean? So, like, it's going to be one of those things that, like, it's – you're now being tested even more because now you're going to compete in Europa League. You're going to compete in their seven different league cups that they have in England yeah. and in the league. So, And nice. the expectation is going to be, like, maybe to finish in another Europa League spot, you know? And I think that's where you'll see. And I think next season is probably, like, his biggest make or break moment. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm I'm kind of afraid for him. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I don't want to see him crumble. You know why? Because if you look at his coaching career, he only takes on projects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's never yeah. really went for a check. He's never really went to a big team prematurely. Mm-hmm. Like he, he went kn- from Benevento to Sassuolo to Shakhtar Donetsk. Yeah. Right? To um Brighton, Brighton yeah. respectfully. Yeah. And look at the players that he's um um like Created, yeah, developed. created like yeah, they, they as he went on, made a like, name for them as, as they were as he was coaching, like them. Raspadori, <clears throat> yeah, right? like Skamaka. He got the best football out of Berard. Well, I mean, Berard was yeah, decent, yeah. but like he got the best out of him but there. He was playing, yeah, very Amma well. Traore, yeah, Andrea Consigli, but it's, it's, it's forty-seven years old still. That's actually true. What he said, like he's he he he's not one of those coaches that will go for the money or just you know take a job just because like hey you know what I only have a job now. Oh, you know this team's coming for me. Yeah, you know what? Whatever, I'll take it. He'll actually do his research, look into it, and like see, okay, do I want to take this on? Like, is it a good project? Do I have enough backing it? Like, am I am I gonna go there and am I gonna be able to like you know do like what I want and and be able to sign who I want? And like he wants to he wants to know everything before he'll actually step yeah. into this job. Yeah. And remember, Brighton lost their their leading goal scorer as soon yeah. as he signed. Mm-hmm. Guy jumped ship. He's like, nah, Arsenal, baby. Yeah, no, Let's it's go. true, and. and- I think that's one of his better strengths, Deserbi. Like, he knows how to actually function with, like, and that's where, like, he has, like, that Sassuolo mentality, you know, like, 
he would lose a key guy. Yeah. yeah. And then the next season, he would still stay relevant and still do something. You saw even this year, like some of the top teams in Italy were going after him. Yeah, you know, yeah. Inter was linked with him. I seen Juve was linked with him. Yeah. Roma even tried to go if Mourinho leaves, like whatever. Mm. And he even said, no, I want to stick it out with Brighton and I want to stay in England. So yeah. like, you know, his ambitions, it's not about the money. It's about actually becoming something and becoming like a better coach. Yeah. yeah, 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 coach, yeah. But you know what I mean? His, I, I watched an interview with him and he said the most important thing is that he gets to play his football. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's big, like the biggest thing. For I just, I just want to see now that like the next thing is once he makes that step to you know like a like a top four team, like whatever league yeah. it is, whether it's the Prem or Italy, wherever he goes, I just want to see him now make that step, and then I want to see how he does on that team. Because obviously, yeah. you know, with Brighton, even if whatever they do next year, they come top four, they you know they make Europe again, and he, he he's gonna do good. I yeah. don't doubt that. Mm-hmm. But I just want to see when he takes that next step on to that bigger team and see what he does there. <clears throat> well, speaking of next step. Uh, I want to quickly touch upon this because uh, it's it's been the talk of the town. It's been something that's been on all over TikTok. Which, which Instagram. town was it the talk of? It's been the talk of Luton Town. <laughs> I don't even know if I said that right or if I'm going to get butchered did. in the comments because I know Americans, even yeah. though I'm not fucking American. Stupid American. We, I don't you know, know anything about the game. Wait, you're not American? I'm not American. I know I know I'm fat like the Americans, but not American. <laughs> I'm not actually probably going to get back. I wouldn't have come on the podcast if I didn't have American. This is like a deal breaker for me. No, No, we only sell the axe the episode. Okay, we're done, guys. Thank you for everything. Um, But no, Ludentown made the Prem. They won it all. Well, not won it all. They won their playoff game, whatever. Um, But I'm sure you have all seen all over TikTok and stuff like that. Their crazy whack stadium (laughs) that seats only 10,000 people. Yeah, (laughs) the away end entrance is actually quite literally in people's backyard. Like you literally walk through the gates or like these little whatever stands, and then you see like to your right, it's someone like walking their dog in their backyard. Someone planting basil on the other side. Like it's it's literally someone's backyard, someone's house. Um, so. The big thing, though, is <clears throat> they now need to spend, I think it's like 10 or 15 mil I was reading on kind yeah. of like renovating the stadium Upgr- to get it up to like standards, to yeah. do upgrades like with the capacity. Um, I mean, the stadium is over 100 years old. Yeah. Nice. So, I mean, like, and they haven't renovated anything. When I, when, I was watch, when I was watching videos about it, I kind of laughed because yeah. – the seats are literally just benches, like bleachers. <laughs> just bleachers. Like on some of the stands. They never and upgrade, they never upgrade section, the actual yeah, seats. Yeah, like they never did any of that. That's awesome. So like, like, my question is though, like given now all like the technology, the media and stuff like that. So like that was, sorry, that was one of the biggest things I was actually researching and looking today. How they were saying how like with VAR yeah, to yeah, install yeah. the technology in, like that's going to cost them a pretty penny. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the media staff room or media room in general, yeah. like, you're supposed to be able to that. hold up to like 70 people yeah, and they, they can only have like five. Like, yeah. They can only hold 20 people. It's somebody's bed. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's some like older grandfather. That's God, we need the living quarters for <laughs> half an hour. Go but, down, go downstairs. We got to do an interview. Quick. Um, yeah. So my question is, do you like, it's, it's kind of odd to ask. I'm not going to lie. Like I feel weird saying, cause it is a premier league team. They are getting a hundred mil for being promoted. Uh. Nice. Um, Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, congrats, guys. Well in, well in. You're welcome on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can get one of your players at any moment. Um, but my question is, do you think the Prem should allow them, given like all the upgrades that they're going to have to do, meaning that 100 mil they got may not even go to be bettering the team. It's going to be like strictly stadium development. Yeah. So do you Pretty think the Prem should actually allow them to play at their home stadium? Yeah. Or they should say like, hey, you know what? 
go play out of Wembley for the year no. type of thing, like whatever. No, no, this is every fan's dream. This is what the football pyramid was made for. Situations like this. This is the rise of Luton Town. Yes, but given the fact that, like, will they even be able to compete on the field if they're not able to improve their team? You know what I mean? Like, that that's my biggest thing. Usually that 100 mil for these newly promoted teams goes to buy a new player. Look at Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Didn't they sign, like, 30 guys? No. Yeah. Fulham, they signed another, like, 10 they guys. They didn't have like, to sign 30 guys, though. No, I mean, yeah, obviously not. But they still, like, did it because that's what they do to try to, like, compete. So try to stay in. <laughs> yeah. But now Luton Town, they're going to have to just literally renovate their stadium with that hundred mil. Yeah. It may as well. What else yeah. you have the money? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, well, could they, you picture they made it? They made it this far. You know, I, I think like it's an investment fixing the team. Like what they, they dude, they, they'll, they'll still give them 20 mil. They'll pick up guys that are either about, you know, close to retiring or that, you yeah. know, they've, they've played their years and no one else really wants them. They'll sign those guys, spend 20 mil in total on all of them. Free transfer. And the rest, of, yeah, the free transfer. And the rest of it's going to go to the stadium. Yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal, yeah. honestly. Like, this, like they'll, they'll figure out ways, man. It's, it's in the prem. Even if they spend the 100 mil and they're like, hey, fuck, we need some more money for players. Yeah. I'm pretty sure somehow they'll get a loan deal from like, oh, the this league. is awesome. This is what we watch football for. Yeah. And this is the whole reason why we don't want the Super League, right? But with the prem, it's already a Super League. It yeah. is such a marketed league. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's yeah. such such a media based league yeah. that like the only, whatever. The, the yeah. only thing, Could you picture Erling Holland walking through somebody's I, house? I, no, no, I, I do. It, yeah, it would be, be it would be sick. It would be good just because like like he said like it's it, that, like that's that's what we live for. That's that's football, man. Like seeing like like football like heritage. seeing yes, like yes. Man City show up there and like people are going in and they're yeah. fucking walking through houses. Like it's funny. Like it's sick. Dude. And the only my thing is I don't think the Prem will allow it, and like they're gonna kind of force them to maybe you know play at another field or or do something. But like they, they, for personally, I don't think they should. Like I, I do agree with him. Like it's, it's football heritage. Yeah, you need that. I think it's probably it's not that big of a deal. If they do it for FA Cups, why can't they do it for the Premier League? Yeah. No, I like I agree. Like to a certain extent, but like I also just I get worried because like my my thing that I've always said that I hate about the way the promotion system works and the relegation system works, it's I feel like you never see the newly promoted sur- sides survive. You know, every five years, you'll see two of the teams actually make a fight and actually yeah. stay alive. You know what I mean? Like, Fulham. How many times are do they get promoted and they get relegated the exact same no. year? But they stayed up this year. No, they, Same like, with Bournemouth, right? Say, this is the year, like, they actually stayed up. And it was Southampton. Who else got relegated? Leicester uh, City Leicester and Leeds. City and Leeds. Yeah. Those are the three teams that got relegated. Which, but Nottingham Forest, <laughs> they, that they, were, they, they got... They got relegated, right? No, no, they well, stayed. They stayed. They stayed alive. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, seventy-five yeah. of their players are playing next. Year. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually making twelve more. But signings, look, they, so they, they, they signed all those players, and they, and they and they barely made it. Yeah, you look at Monza. Monza made signings, and they they came tenth place. True, <laughs> like, but they didn't sack the like you know. But they Mon made the right worse. signings. They, didn't, they didn't, didn't go and spend just money because they had it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they didn't sack their coach halfway through the season like yeah. the rest of them. It's true. Actually, they wrote it out. Eddie Howe's a legend of Newcastle. I just thought I'd throw that in there. But um, maybe Angelotti goes to, to Luton Town. Imagine I, my I just, my fear is literally <laughs> just that, that the Prem is gonna kind of force them to yeah that's, that's, develop that's, that's their stadium I, I and do see certain that I things. Can see. And like for me, I feel like that's gonna. I think that they're looking for the excuse. Luton Town was like, okay, we're getting money to fix this finally. Yeah, right, dude. It's an investment, man. These yeah. guys, this is their end goal. This mm-hmm. they want to all make the Premier League, yeah. and they're doing it. This is a, this is good for the league. Well, I, I did see when I was reading up on this whole situation, whatever that they were offered to play in, like uh, the Premier the FA actually recommended that they play in um, MK Don's Arena. Yeah. It's, I can't remember the other team, but I think it was MK Don's is actually like their direct rival. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, and the owner turned around. He's like, fuck no. <laughs> There's no way we're going to fucking do that. And Shout out to him. They're putting 10 mil in to basically improve their ultra stand. And that's it. Oh, like nice. they even said, like, they don't like, they don't have any qualms about trying to make the media situation better. Dope. You know, like 20 people. Dude, okay, do it that's What's the big deal? Yeah. yeah. It's just crazy to me that you're actually going to see like, <laughs> Ilkai guns are gonna walk through somebody's <laughs> fucking dining room. Yeah. Hey guys, just you on away there. What's hey up, dude? Hey, we just made lasagna. Just going to play. You guys want something yeah. to eat? No, Holland's no, okay. gonna stop, go to someone's house, eat something in there. Like, what the hell's Holland? Yeah. Oh, hold on, guys, I'm coming out. Dude, that's awesome. Just imagine ripping FIFA and then you look out your bedroom window and it's FIFA. <laughs> They're actually walking over. Yeah, you're like, whoa. Nice. No, I would love to go. So I would. I would love to go see the tickets are probably gonna be cheap too yeah like that's a trip man like imagine just like showing up in england and you're in luton town about to watch jürgen klopp (laughs) no he's gonna be with with napoli man no (laughs) lucho um but on that note i think we got 10 minutes left i mean i heard al send a little jab over about jürgen klopp yeah beep boop 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 The garage, the garage is open. The garage has been open. We're going to have a little garage talk right now. And this is the part where we actually don't have anything planned. But, you know, while we're talking right now, it's going to shoot the shit. <laughs> yeah, whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of come up with something. And yeah. I want to kind of throw Al under the bus here because everybody else gets thrown under the bus. <laughs> but Al and Juve. So Why you did this I'm going to start things off. Yes. Nick. Hey. <laughs> Is Juve in their banter era? Straight to the point. Straight to the fucking heart. Do you guys want the proper answer or do you want my answer? Your answer. I don't want the proper answer. I want your answer. I think we've seen this situation happen so many times with so many other teams where we're just like, no, it can't be the banter era. They almost finished second place. And then they go on next season and they like finish 12th. Like we've seen it happen at Milan. We've seen it happen at Roma. We've seen it happen at Napoli. Yeah. Gattuso, right? (laughs) But I think it could be avoidable if they just figured out their backroom situation. I think it has nothing to do with, okay, this is going to sound bad, but it's I'm this is good. I don't think it really has to do that much with Allegri and the players and the backroom staff. I think it has to just do with management. It's being mismanaged at the moment. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what's going on. And it's just like being at work. Like, imagine your boss isn't there. You're just like, okay, what do we do now? Like, am I getting paid? Am I not getting paid? How are you paying me? Am I, is the money coming? What, why are we playing football yet? Like, do we have points? Are we in the league? There's so many questions not answered. Yeah, it's true. And so there's like, there's no communication from the management. Uh, sorry, from the board. Yeah, with, with, with somebody with there. The Nobody works there. Yeah, we don't have a sporting director. Well, I mean, whose fault is that? Banter era. No, I I've, I've said it last year, Happens. and I've been saying this. Like, okay, we we've all agreed when we had the discussion about Juve that if they were going to do a rebuild, there's certain steps they should have taken before even hiring a legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you are here now with a legacy. If you sack him, you are paying what? 40 mil or some crazy shit like that. Also, not much yeah. this season. He's joining the bench with the rest of the sack coaches. Yeah, but how much is it? Like it's it's still a decent amount, no? I think now now it's like I think it was like 18 or 20 mil. 18 That's a that's a signing. That's literally a marquee signing in Italy's market. Eh. So I mean, for me, I I I look at a legacy. I don't think he's the worst coach. No. I think he's been given a rough hand. He's trying his best to deal with it, acting like a gentleman, saying yeah. like, you know, it's unfair, but what am I going to do? My players have gone out. How does he even expect to like line a team up and get them fired up for anything when 10 minutes before yeah. a game, you got to call, hey, see you later. 
you don't get 10 points anymore. You're there dropping you down to seventh. Like, we, just, we just found your 10 points in the other side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, no, that I do agree with that. But yeah. I also think like he's, he's not the right coach for what Yuva is now. He's yeah. a, he's, he's a good talker. He can, he can defend his team when he has to, you know, he, he knows what to say to the media He's very good speaking to the media. He's good with a team that's already ready, yeah. but a team that you're trying to figure out and trying to get them to, you know, that, that mentality and, and build this team to become a, a fucking unit and just something, you know, for 10 years, that's going to last. And just no matter who you lose, you can kind of always pick up yeah. and st- mm-hmm. like how you was for the last 10 years. He's not that guy to set them up like that. Yeah, Look, yeah. Conti, when he came in the, fir- the first time there, he came in, he brought that Juve mentality back. He brought that winning mentality that, you know, you don't give up till the end. Doesn't be like that ugly style, but you won games and you won a championship. Yeah. He brought that back. Allegri came in. He had everybody in their prime and he ran with it. And he, dude, he did well. Like I, I love Allegri as a coach. I just, I, it's wrong timing right now for him. I, yeah. I do think he has, to, he has to go. He's not the biggest problem. Yeah. management and not knowing who's in charge that's the biggest thing. No, i agree with him that's the biggest thing and if you don't figure that out they will go to a banter era 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. but the good thing is yeah. they're at a point now where if they make the right moves they're not going to go into it yeah. they're going to avoid that if they make the wrong moves which a lot of teams do when they think that they're making the right moves like yeah, you know what yeah, exactly. you know maybe i'm going to save here i'm going to do this because you know what i, I want to do it that way i don't want to do it the other way yeah that's when the team starts going to a banter and, and the people in charge are thinking for themselves and not for the team yeah, yeah. so well, it's 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 all going to come down to this summer this summer is is, is make or break for juve because uh, they can happen i i think so if they put the wrong guys in charge and and the team is just not where it should be for a rebuild. They don't bring in the right coach. Yeah. It's going to be a disaster of a season. Like you said, next season, we're going to finish 12th place. Not even, we're not even going to come to <laughs> conference. League won't even be a thought for us anymore. Yeah. Well, it's only tough because you guys were so dominant for so long. Yeah. yeah. If this was any other team. They'd be like, okay, well we got next year. Yeah. You know, I think that's just what Juve fans should just hope for. Like, okay, top 10. Let's, let's, let's get a, but let's get something going here. Let's get something positive. Let's bring back some guys. Let's put together a team that wants to play like a team, and you know, let's 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 broadcast like uh, let's brainstorm some ideas. I, I think Allegri's a good coach. He just he's out of ideas, yeah. because he's in a situation he doesn't want to be in. He's like, doing the he's doing Juventus a favor by staying. Yeah, no, he is. He left. He could have just left a while ago. He left and man. just walked who, away. Who would they get? Who would want to come? That's yeah. true, especially right now. No one would want to come. They'd have to bring someone just like an interim manager just to finish off the season like Chelsea did with Lampard and then start fresh next season with somebody else. Yeah. Pochettino. No. Well, it, that could be worse. Gone. it could be way worse. Oh, yeah. You could have been battling relegation all yeah. season. Yeah. We'd have a whole different conversation. Yeah. But, dude, financial fair play kicked in, deducted some points. Let's move on with life and figure it out next year, right? That's that's that, that's what it is, man. They, they just have to start fresh next year, move past this whole points thing. Hopefully that's all cleared up now and whatever. If there's more, if there's fines, get it all done with. Next season, you start fresh. You bring in a new coach, yeah. someone that's actually that you're not going to not like a, a Saudi. I never thought was right, but like a Saudi or Pirlo, you bring the guy in and then, yeah, you know what? We don't think you're, we want to get to someone else because he's available and just get rid of him and throw him to the curb. Yeah. Go for a real rebuild coach, man. Go for Vincenzo Italiano. I would go. What, what do you think about Paladino? Yeah. From Monza? Yeah. Um, because he used to play, he used to play for Juve. And I, I, I know he was one of the names like linked with them. I think. I think he's got something good with Monza. Monza's definitely going to be a threat in the future. Yeah. I think Vincenzo Italiano is like the perfect guy for like, especially because he was part of the Vlahovic, you know, success. Yeah. Like I, uh, 
the one thing Juve robbed us of was that that final stretch with Vlahovic at Fiorentina. Yeah. Like, I would have loved to see Fiorentina and Vlahovic in the Conference League. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a lot different. I yeah. think Juve went for him way too early. Yeah, but they oh, knew yeah. they had to strike on him and get him fast. No, we couldn't score goals last year after Ronaldo left. Right, no one would have scored. If I if I'm a if I'm Juventus, I'm just like I'm putting all my eggs in one basket on a guy like like Italiano. Even like this is gonna sound bad, but your crosstown rival, who the coach of Torino, Ivan Juric, that guy he gets you know he's like the attacking version of Allegri. He's always angry, but he's like always attacking. (laughs) Whereas Allegri is like always angry and like you have to stay back. We want only one goal this game. Yeah. Okay, we don't need top goal scorers. We need we need you know top defenders, which is hard, especially when you got new guys coming in their first season in the yeah. league and they're expected to do so well mm-hmm. and fill the biggest shoes in Italian defending history. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. aside from Maldini and mm-hmm. Kalidou Koulibaly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're forgetting Gianluca Mancini, but whatever. Mancini, man. No, I I don't I don't think Paladino is the right coach for Juve because like. If he's smart, he Let, sticks it out with who, with, with Monza. Okay, okay, because yeah, again, he, sure. he's already a part of that rebuild. He was ground zero. He helped it out. Whatever he came in, he after could build it. Yeah, he like you know what I mean. He could build it now and work with them and develop. Allegri leaves yeah. this summer. Two questions. Two. Uh, it's a two parter. Yeah. Both for both of you. Who do you think they would sign? Who do you think they're going to sign? And who would you, who would you like to see them sign? Uh, Coach wise or player wise. No, no, player. I'm saying player. Who do you think they're going to oh, sign? Who? Player. Yeah. No, no, sorry, sorry. Coach, coach. I was going to say player. Coach, no, no. We're talking about coach here, not players. I'm sorry, man. Take it easy. I who do you think, think they're going to go for? And who would you, who would you, I don't think like they're going to, I think they're a smart move. I think they're just going full force with, uh, sorry, with Allegri. You think they're going to continue? Yeah, 100%. There's no way. They, they have, they're not linked to any other managers. I don't think any other manager wants to come. All the good managers besides Zidane are, you know, in good situations right now. Yeah. Right. Uh, maybe Thomas Tuchel if he gets sacked from Bayern. But even Thomas Tuchel, I don't see him. I just see him probably going to another English club halfway through the season next year. Yeah, right. Like I don't, I don't know. It's it's tough. I, if I'm Juventus, I'm first things first. I'm hiring a sporting director and I'm saying, please guide us somewhere other like out of the top ten. Right. No, maybe getting your boy over there from uh, from Napoli, yeah, which so. is which is whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we, we got to take from the best, man. I'm getting a call, actually. Uh... <laughs> Is it Champions League again? <laughs> Nick doesn't want to talk about it right now. You're taking it. you poaching. Poor Napoli. They're going to get picked apart every single day. No, thing. no, no. I, I, I think majority of them. <laughs> other, sliding other than their coach and their sporting director, I think majority of them are going to be. <laughs> it was fun, guys. Thanks for having me. So glad I gifts. Our yeah. guest is slowly going away. One of the gifts was actually Napoli sporting director. It but was. um, on that note, I'm gonna actually join Nick and leave. Everyone's just gonna leave me. We're all here. done. All right. I think we're gonna. I think that's we're it for the show. Like, I think. Uh, I think we got Napoli. that by by our guest sliding away. But uh, I just want to say, Nick, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for all the gifts, minus the Lukaku jersey, because uh, I don't yeah, we'll want that. And I think I'm just going to give it to Joe or sneak it in his bag before he leaves so he won't even know. No, no, no. Hang it up. <laughs> We're gonna, I'm going to put it above that. that. Don't even. Yep. Yeah, say it. I'm taking this Toti jersey off the chair. Right, I'm above, taking this jersey off the chair right before the game on Wednesday. Above the so you guys lose. All I'm saying so you is there's only means. one Ronaldo. And it's right behind me. No, the one that played on Roma for five minutes. Was that Rolando? Yeah. <laughs> it was his dad. 
Well, on that note, guys, well, thank Nick, you. Nick, thanks, thanks for coming. Nick. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> thank you for the gifts. Uh, if you guys haven't yet, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at UltrasXI. And uh, yeah, guys, we'll see you next week. Ciao. See you later. Bye, Nick. Later, Nick. Yep. <laughs>